My administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. Summers on the Brit Summers Show. I make time pass with my fat ass sitting down watching the news. I just don't want to use my brain or develop. My own views Cause they all smile so smugly All the pundits that I see Like I'm talks and friends I believe they're my friends And they really care about me I know it's true Convincing too Cause I saw it on TV There in the White House has the goodness of the Lord. I lost my job, my money's gone. That's what I blame Clinton for. They came for my family, cause they did not agree. But I have nothing to hide, so I should be alright until they come for me. Convincing too Cause I saw it on TV I've got the proof And it makes it true Cause I saw it on TV 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting to you live from a country infested by an orange plague. Off the top, I want to thank everybody for contributing. I want to thank you very much for that. Uh, those who haven't and those who can't, uh, just promote me. That's fine. And for Unfinished Business, I don't think he'll mind that I mention his name on the air. Al... Al, if you're listening, and I know that you are, regarding a few shows back, I was talking about, uh, I don't have me TV, and the reason I don't is not because, yeah, I know it's on a broadcast uh, digital sideband or whatever it is, but it doesn't work on my TiVo box. And why do I have a TiVo box? Because how else am I going to digitally record? And it shows that I never have time to see unless I play them back, so... Uh, the TiVo box does not read a digital antenna. And uh, yeah, if I connected my TV directly to the digital antenna, probably I'll pick up all those channels, but I'm not going to sit there per their schedule and wait for a show I want to see to come up. I'm, I'm missing, by the way, the on, on antenna TV, uh, all the Dick Cavett shows, which I, other than clips I have never seen, and I really like Dick Cavett. 
who thankfully is still with us. And, uh, of course, uh, nobody watched his show. It was on against uh, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. So uh, he, his ratings were low, but it still was a great show, and he's a great interviewer. Uh, and speaking of Johnny Carson, they run The uh, Tonight Show at 11.30 every night, like old times. I, I would love to see that, but uh, I can't. Unless I disconnect everything and go direct to digital antenna. Uh, I don't know. It should all be on there. It's They're free broadcast channels they're not premium channels i don't know why they're not on there to begin with it must be a tivo thing or uh, well uh, the uh, crappy cable service we have here on the other tv they're not on there either so <clears throat> it could be uh, the dish service which is uh, generic I may not even carry those Okay, uh, on to the uh, Kavanaugh hearing. <laughs> the world is supposed to explode on Thursday with her testimony. And uh, at the same time, traitor John Kelly, who's a disgrace to the uniform and the military services, he should be, uh, he should be, uh, he's retired, long retired, but I still say stripped of his rank and put into the brig. But it's too late for that now. But he is—he does deserve that. If this was truly Congress-approved wartime, he would be hung. And uh, much like his uh, beloved boss, uh, from what I hear, he ain't. <laughs> so what am I supposed to say about that at this juncture when I'm pre-recording a show? <sighs> Other than uh, everybody now has a real clear view on uh, what goes on in uh, uh, privileged frat boy uh, colleges. And uh, what is that thing called? Incels? Lonely men who can't get laid? That's, a, you know, privileged frat boy colleges, <laughs> especially if they're Republican. It's never easy for Republican boys or Republican men to get laid because it helps if you like women to start out with. <laughs> It's a a big plus. I mean, masturbating and lusting after women, that's different than actually liking women or having any respect for them or interested in their views or or anything like that. They don't want to. They don't want to know. So they will continue to be rapist virgins because rape is their only refuge, like Fox News. It's a refuge for scoundrels in order to have any sex with anybody other than each other. Which I'm certain they do. We always get together for a game to have ourselves a manly time. Watching ESPN and damn football on Monday night. So we can look at other guys. Since we all have sports in common, what you say about taking a chance? We'll start a gay club. You know that you want it, so let's bend over and drop our pants. We'll start a gay club. And act like a real sports fan. We'll pat our tushies if our favorite team doesn't lose. And then we'll get some lubricated jelly for the old group shoot. We'll get the roughest and the toughest macho Julio's we can find. 
we'll start a gay club And then we'll play a little grab and do a little bump and grind We'll start a gay club and find out who's circumcised We'll start a gay club We'll start a gay club Brit Summer Show. We'll yeah, speaking of gay. Lindsey Graham. Oh. Uh, you wonder why he's uh, so pro-Russian. All of a sudden, he got an infusion of uh, $800,000. And, and guess from who? Why, little me, little crazy tranny in South Florida has been talking about for a year now. I mean, it's over. Uh, uh, Levine lost, so... Oh! Yeah, that's good. But who financed his campaign? Leonid Blavatnik. Yeah, I thought I wouldn't be playing this for a while, but the the Blavatniks, the, the name just keeps popping up. And yeah, and all you Democrats out there in South Lotto say, yeah, but he's a United States citizen. Watch active measures and see how many American citizens, thousands of them, are actually working as spies part-time for the Russian government. And uh, Lenny Blavatnik is very close, chummy pals with Putin. And, uh, oh, but he's American citizen. He's a citizen of the UK, okay? All right, well, I guess he's not Russian anymore. Okay, everybody go home now. <laughs> yeah, um... Well, first he gave money to Trump. Now he's giving it to Lindsey Graham. So Lindsey Graham can now buy new drapes. What do you expect me to do? And that's not all they're giving money to. Or all Republican. Because it's a takeover, ladies and gentlemen. And because I'm all alone on this and I'm including all of my colleagues because they don't think Russians are a threat. They don't think Russia's a big deal. They don't want to talk about it. They don't talk about it. They don't. No. Find a show where they don't... I have to take that back. No. Uh, Randy does talk about Russian infiltration into this country. She does... Randy Rose is the only one. Everybody else? Oh, you must be crazy. Oh, you must be out of your mind. Let me tell you why everybody who's listening to this show... Who, anybody who listens to this show already knows this. But for those of you who know other people that give you this line my vote doesn't count anyway yeah well in some cases maybe it doesn't but it's free so why not try it the other thing you tell them is that yes this is the most important election this midterm it's just a midterm but this midterm it will save our nation if 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 the democrats turn out we've got this if we have turnout that's what it all boils down to and if Trump and us being uh, literally the laughing stock of the world, and now that's not enough, and the threat of losing, uh, never mind civil rights, constitutional rights, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to overturn Roe, but they're not going to stop there. Now they'll have, if this guy gets on, and I don't know, this guy, if they get the five votes, they're going to get rid of Social Security. Well, socialism, that's not capitalism, that's socialism, and Roosevelt wasn't a socialist. Socialist, uh, 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 Roosevelt gave us social, 
Social security. The word's right in there. Johnson gave us Medicare. Medicaid, the post office, fire department, public schools, roads, libraries, which don't matter much now these days. That's called, and listen carefully now, socialism. It's all going to go away. It's all going to go away. And you won't see that no mo. No. Now, the reason I'm bringing it up this week is because there was an article that none of the, none of the, uh, like I said before, including uh, my colleagues on the left and the cable network news media, even the regular news media, the print media, none of that, and CNN. Okay, I'm reading this blurb from the CNN website. They're fake news, fake news. Only real news is Breitbart. All the drunks on Breitbart. That's real news. And the Daily Caller... And my butt buddy, Sean Hannity. Oh, that's real news. CNN fake news. Uh, Well, according to the real news, CNN, and it's not a big story, but how can you not expect this, the way things are going? Uh, And CNN, why isn't this on their news? Why aren't you talking about it? It hasn't even been reported on Vice Nightly News, who has the courage to cover things other uh, uh, news agencies don't, and uh, John Oliver, maybe this didn't. Maybe it's such a small story it hasn't come to your staff's attention yet. Uh, this is from CNN. The United States has decided to certify a Russian aircraft to make a surveillance flight over the U.S. under the Open Skies Treaty. A week after declining. To do so. In other words, uh, they said, nah, it's not a good idea. And then uh, Putin gave the White House a phone call. And then they turned right around and said, hey, you know what? Go ahead. Let them let them take a spy plane. I don't want to mention Gary Francis Powers by name. Let them take a spy plane and, and uh, surveil the uh, United States. Give them free reign. Under the treaty, the member states, us and the Russians, are permitted to conduct unarmed surveillance flights over one another's territories. Well, here's the thing. They do it anyway, but at like 60 million feet in the ionosphere, above radar, stealth, not an invisible plane like Wonder Woman, Trump, but just stealth from uh, radar. And we've been doing it for years. Just ask Francis Gary Powers, or Gary Francis Powers, whatever his name is, in his uh, U-2 aircraft uh and we've been doing it since then and so have they now they're saying eh, go ahead we don't care hey you're here anyway but officially it's uh, it's designed to enhance mutual understanding and confidence by giving all participants regardless of size a direct role in gathering information through aerial imaging <laughs> of military forces and activities of concern to them, according to the State Department. In early September, experts from a number of the member states, that's us in Russia, gathered in Russia for the uh, certification event for Russia's TU-214 Open Skies aircraft, which kind of looks like a commercial airliner. A State Department official told CNN the U.S. declined to certify the aircraft at the time Citing ongoing discussions in Washington, according to the official. You know what those discussions were with. <laughs> we must fly our planes over your... Uh, sure, whatever you want, Vlad, you got it. 
However, the U.S. reversed course, and on Tuesday, the United States informed all states' parties via formal treaty mechanisms that we will approve the certification of Russian aircraft. Sure, come on in. Why not? You're online with us anyway, side by side. You're running our federal government with the back-channel policy of sending Republican senators back and forth and back and forth to Russia, delivering hand-delivered notes to Trump. Oh, that can't be going on now. That ain't really... Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what's happening. A date has not been set for the Russian flight, and neither country has any flight scheduled due to an impasse at the Open Skies Consultative Commission... <laughs> <laughs> that continues to delay the commencement of trade. Oh, good for you. Oh! Yes, delay them. Keep delaying them. According to a State Department official who didn't elaborate on the reasons for the impasse, the U.S. has said Russia is in violation of the Open Skies Treaty because they're not allowing flights over Kalingrad. Kalingrad, a Russian enclave between Lithuania and Poland where Moscow has a significant military footprint. That's right, I said Moscow, which is the right way to say it, not Moscow. On Tuesday, Andrea Thompson, the Undersecretary of State for State of Arms Control and International Security, told the State Foreign Relations Committee that Russia remains unwilling to lift its legitimate limits on the distance Open Skies Treaty. Parties can fly over the strategically sensitive region of uh, Kaliningrad, or whatever the hell it is. In September 2017, we made clear our commitment to addressing non-compliance with the treaty. When have they ever complied with the treaty? And we established several reasonable treaty-compliant measures designed to encourage Russia to resolve its violations. Uh, She said these measures are in effect and will impact any Russian flights over the United States. They will be reversed if Russia returns to full compliance. Yeah, okay. Uh, they're going to be reversed. <laughs> Don't you be talking about Russia. Russia's our friend. <laughs> so says the uh, human centipede of Trump supporters. Now, I do my share of uh, Republican bashing on this show, uh, but uh, sometimes the Democrats deserve to get a good bashing as well. Down here we have, and this might nationally, uh, you might remember the name, Donna. Or is it Shalala? uh, She is the uh, former Health and Human Services Secretary under Clinton. And since then, she got a job uh, as uh, president of the... (laughs) Ever since then. The University of Miami. The party school. Donna? (laughs) Why am I talking about her? I don't know. Well, uh, in fact, the show's still up there. Go back a year ago. uh, Just after Hurricane Irma uh, blew through here. And uh, it was a nasty storm. People were without uh, power for many days. And... uh, FEMA had to come in and distributed food and water and all that. It was We got hit pretty, not as bad as other hurricanes, but it was bad. It was a nasty storm. Hurricane Armin, if you dial back to my show, which is still up there, you'll hear me bitching about David Richardson, who was, uh, at the time, unopposed, uh, running for uh, Ileana Rosslatenen's seat. Uh, because uh, she, she's old and she's retiring and she cannot maintain good Republican family values. 
uh, with a transgender uh, daughter or son. I, I don't know which way. I, I'm not. I don't pay attention to her. But suddenly, her uh, anti-LGBT rhetoric softened a great deal when her kid came out. Yeah, but despite that, she's very, very old. She was in Congress for life, and it's time for her to go. I am Frau Ileana Ross Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Rohe Amunista hour. Sikail! Bye, bye, bye! She will not be missed. But anyway, campaigning to for her seat was a David Richardson. Now, if you recall back then, when everybody was out of power... Like me, I had to go park behind the Publix, which still had uh, generators working to go, go online. Uh, when I went online, I'll never forget that my e- my Gmail account was filled with uh, David Richardson begging for money. Not mentioning the hurricane, not mentioning about any way he could help, not en- mentioning anything about reaching out to the community to, to be of any assistance. Nothing like that. Just give me money. Whatever you do, you may be out of power, you may be out of food, uh, but but give me money anyway, because I'm David Richardson. I hated that son of a bitch with a passion. Uh, and the good news is, the only good news here is that uh, he lost the primary. Oh! But the bad news is, she <laughs> and she came into the race late, uh, but she's the Clinton machine. So naturally, she won the primary. But she's an old-time Democratic leadership council, old DLCer from way back, like the Clintons are. So what do you do when you win a primary? Nothing. My offer is this. Nothing. Now that she's won the primary... And she is the Democratic candidate for, uh, I think it's uh, Congressional District 27. I could be wrong about that. Uh, now now that she won the primary, uh, Donna. Why, she doesn't have to do nothing. She's just laying back. They, they didn't suspend the campaign, but they figured, yeah, it's in the bag. Does that sound familiar? Two years ago, it's in the bag. She's got it. What are we worried about? Hey, that guy winning? Well, her opponent is Republican Maria Salazar. Salazar, who, based on her last name alone, on, on the surname, the Cuban community will vote for her and she'll win because that's what they base their votes on, surnames. Not policy, not, not even part. Well, the old Cubans in Miami and South Florida They're still pissed off about JFK. They're very angry about the Bay of Pigs, even if they can't remember it themselves. uh, That's why they're Republican. (laughs) But uh, Salazar, uh, that's enough. Like uh, Rubio, that that was enough. They see that uh, Hispanic surname. Oh, you got my vote. That's it. Don't know who the person is. Don't know what their record is. Uh, But whatever. So it looks like she's going to do very, very well. Republicans at this stage, uh, a little over a month before the erection, uh, Republicans may take that seat again. Because uh, Donna, she don't care. No. 
And now, from the director of Gilligan's Hood and Scooby-Dooby-Doo, Where's My Crack? It's Fat Albert and the Gang. But this time, Fat Albert is chilling with the real gangs, the Bloods and the Crips, starring Ice Tea and Ice Cream. This movie will leave you dead in the aisles. Watch as Fat Albert kills all the gangs in the hood. Hey, 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 get the f*** out of my way, or I'll bust a cap in your ass. Hey, Mushmouth, let's go smoke some crack. Oh, McCabe, baby. Roger Ebert gives it two big black thumbs up. Fat Albert and the gang, now playing in a hood near you. Hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. License to Thrill, it's Fritz Summers. Bubbling over with fun. Bars at the county jail. OJ was there and he began to wail. Stoyanovich was there because he drank too much. And Tyson was looking for something to touch of those jocks. Look at all the jailhouse jocks. Everybody was grabbing their socks, getting ready for the jailhouse jocks. Mr. Fitzpatrick wasn't looking so well Saying that his marriage was a living hell Casa in the corner with his burrito He says that Taco Bell is the way to go with those jocks Look at all the jailhouse jocks Everybody was grabbing their socks Smiling at the jailhouse jocks Hanging with the jailhouse jocks Watching them bust up rocks Look at them stiff on their jocks Everyone checking their clocks Everybody has had hard knocks Including those jailhouse jocks 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN This concludes the first portion of the uh, Brit Summer Show. Stay tuned online. You can hear the rest of it on there, which uh, I'm very uh, grateful that many of you do. But still, there are those who uh, drive around in their cars and hear me. And uh, if you can swish onto your Bluetooth or whatever you got to go online, you can hear the rest of the show on there. Or you can just hear it uh, when you get around to it on thebritsummershow.com and uh, and all my archives are right there on SoundCloud. Just click on the uh, show of the week and then just below it is or uh, the archives. And so you're not going to miss a thing. Thanks for staying tuned and I'll see you next week right here on 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN. And now, much more of Brit Summers. Here's a story about John Rabbit, who looks suspiciously to me like Robert Reed. Could it be instead of Reed that it was Robert, who died from HIV? The Constitution he will rape and reapportion, to the delight of right-wing social engineers. A guy whose law career is an abortion, who's a self-hating queer. Democrats don't have the guts to fill a buster. Yellow swishy sissies playing pushkin ball. The way he hates the gays, you gotta wonder. 
If he's strayed at all, it's just a hunch that he don't munch. Could it be John Roberts' is Bob Reed, or is it just a hunch? It's Boca Brit Summers, from Florida to you. FYINation.com, GDPR, Revolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com, TheBritSummerShow.com, Patreon, TuneIn, Stitcher, TheBritSummerShow.com. And thanks for uh, tuning in to the uh, second half of The Brit Summer Show, where I'm about to uh, talk about the new Volkswagen ad campaign, which is kind of weird. I'm going to play their ad for you here. I don't think there's any kind of licensing violations for doing this, but uh, this is the ad I'll, I will be talking about. instant acceleration electric cars are more fun to drive and more affordable than ever electric cars are here plug in to the present okay now you may have seen this ad on television or the radio ads which is just the audio lifted off the video but the reason i'm bringing this up because it's kind of bizarre Volkswagen on this commercial uh, on the TV version they've got the Chevy Volt they got the Prius and they got the, I think the Tesla all different makes and models of electric cars and it's uh, encouraging uh, people to go out and buy electric cars which is which is a great idea for a campaign it's a great campaign it's non-competitive and here's why Volkswagen they've got electric cars all right but none here <laughs> No. Uh, so try to figure this one out. They're obviously uh, using the demographics. I, I would say, what? If you're going to play the Flintstones and the Jetsons, it would have to be, what, 45 and up? 
uh, for that to have an impact because, uh, well, okay, maybe they're figuring that age group, 45 and up, could afford to buy an electric vehicle. Well, well, that's fine. That's fine. But they don't sell any here. Uh, No. (laughs) Volkswagen does not sell electric cars in the States. They do in Germany. And they're saying uh, online that they will be selling them here in 2020. So get your reservation in for one now. I'm appreciative of the campaign to encourage buying electric cars. That's great. It just strikes me really odd that (laughs) it's Volkswagen. They ain't got none over here. Uh, But they will. And I looked into it. And the new Volkswagens, the electric Volkswagens, that is, um, there's three of them. One is the microbus, kind of a... uh, apologetic copy of the original microbus but the big difference between this microbus and that microbus is one it's electric and uh two it has air conditioning i don't think volkswagens had air not until they just stopped making the beetles in in 70 what was it 77 was the last american made beetle those had air conditioning but then anything prior from to that no you don't get Rear-engine air-cooled cars, the Corvair, the uh, Carmen Gear, which is a cute car, the Camback, and, and Porsches. The, the rear-engine cars did not have uh, air conditioning in them. Well, this has air conditioning in it, as all electric cars do, uh, but you can't get it here. Uh, no! And it certainly has a lot, hell of a lot more horsepower than the original microbus of the 1960s. Uh, what do they call them? 27-window microbuses, the hippie vans? Uh, they had like 60 horsepower. It was the same engine they used in the Bug. It's, it didn't. It was nothing. Well, not this one. This is. Uh, they're touting the equivalent of 300 horsepower, which electric cars are fast. It's not even fair. Uh, so that's one. The other one's called the Cross. C R O Z Z. Whatever that means. Must be German for cross. I don't know. Um, that's a nice looking little Econo box. It, it, it's a sharp looking, it kind of looks like a sporty, uh, two, uh, kind of, it's in the class of a Civic. So it looks kind of like that. And uh, that's going to be very nice because it's small and it's electric. That ought to be fun to drive. And the other one is uh, kind of an SUV looking thing called, get this, the Vision, which I'm guessing means vision because it's spelled V as in Victor, I-Z-Z-I-O-N. Now, no sense in getting excited about these vehicles because they ain't here. And it's only speculated that they'll come to our shores in 2020. (laughs) So, I don't know. The only reason I bring that up is because, one, it has nothing to do with Trump or or Kavanaugh, which I I can't say anything about because nothing's happening. Well, lots are happening every day. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll wait till the next show again. Sorry, but uh, it's pre-recorded. And they've been running this ad incessantly about the the, the electric cars from from Volkswagen, and I just think it's uh, hilarious that they uh, in this country they don't got none. So go ahead and buy a Volt. Go ahead and buy a, a Prius. Go ahead and buy a, what's the other? Oh, the Leaf. Yeah, they had that on a commercial too. And the VO copy says at the very end, and now they're affordable too. Um, no, not really. No. I keep telling him, you want to have a commuter car, 
that just for around town, not for long range trips, but something just to go back and forth to work, make it 10 grand because then you can make, it won't matter if the mileage is limited. I think the first Leafs, it's more now, the first Nissan Leafs were 60 miles, which is nothing, which is why people didn't buy them at first. They're more now, I don't know how much, but uh, let's say you, for 10 grand, you could get an electric vehicle that uh, takes you 60 miles back and forth. Well, every couple of days you can charge it if you're not going far. And most people don't commute that far. If you do commute far, then forget what I just said. And ain't it funny, though, how they crushed all of the EV ones, that cute uh, General Motors, I think Chevrolet distributed them back in the 90s. And if you watch the film, uh, you probably have whatever happened to the electric car. Uh, what happened was they pulled them out of everybody's driveway, leased or not, and just crushed them and said, no, oil company says, no. But somehow that's changing. <clears throat> and, I, and much as uh, Elon Musk in his aftershave name as crazy as that person is, you got to give him a credit where credit is due-due because uh, he, he really got the ball rolling on mass-producing an attractive-looking electric people. And, and here's the other thing. Most of them, in the Prius, they're trying, they're working on it, but the first ones look stupid. The other ones, the other electric cars, they make them intentionally, make them look really oddball-y and stupid because they don't want, they, they want to discourage you from buying them. Uh the smart car, which you won't see them no more at all. I think they stopped production, but uh, that was originally slated to be an electric car. And it was in Europe. Again, not here. Oil companies can't have that. Uh-uh. And uh, what was the other electric car that we can't get here? Oh, the Mini Cooper. There was an electric Mini Cooper, which is available, readily available in uh, Europe, but not here. There's also an electric BMW. Uh, go find one. And Chevrolet... They don't, they discontinued them now, but uh, maybe you've seen on the road a Chevrolet Spark. I actually rented one uh, a couple of years ago and it drove like a tiny little car, but I think it's a three-cylinder engine. The Chevrolet Spark was initially engineered and designed to be an electric car. Chevrolet said, okay, we can make this an electric car. And when we put this out, nah, we better not put a gas engine in it. And I think it was a three-cylinder. Well, we won't see those no more. It was replaced by the Chevy Sonic, which uh, you could take your Sonic to Sonic and have a hamburger. So can I afford to buy an electric car? Uh, no! Would I like an electric car? Uh-huh. But I can't, I can't get one. No. What is she talking about? Why is she talking about this? Little Evie one. Too bad you got crushed. The brass of genital mold. Didn't have the guts to say no to big oil when the checks were cut. Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was plug it and charge it up. EV1. Bring back the little 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 EV1. The a the 
the SUVs that they sold you got a gallon per mile. They say they're gonna have the gold, but not till 3009. And with the big three going broke now, listen to us Instead of shutting all your factories down, you could have sold a billion cars by now. It was a big mistake for GM to take away the EV1. Bring back the little EV1. Bring back the little EV1. Tell big oil shove it up their butt. Bring back the little EV1. The A-holes crush the EV1. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. I'm so proud what I got. It pleases me to brag about, so don't put me down. I must tell you of my car that's metallic brown. It has a hole in the trunk and a dent in the door. And you can see the road through the hole in the floor. It's my little brown coupe. I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. It's an 82 Corolla with one headlight. So when it gets dark, I get to use my brights. When something breaks down, no, it's not hard to fix. Cause duct tape and bailing wire does the trick. It's my little brown coupe. I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. I never knew how to drive a car before. But they handed me the keys when I got to shore. And if that ain't enough to make you really flip, there's one more thing. I got no brakes, sorry. It fills up with water on a rainy day. But the tape on the window seems to work okay. The front wheels start to shake when I try to steer. And I can't get it out of second gear. It's my little round coupe. I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. It's my little brown coupe. The Brit Summer Show. I'm okay, so okay. I, I waited. I waited. I have seen the testimony before the committee, and uh, I have to say that Dr. Christine Blasey, it is Blasey, I I was saying Blasey, well, everybody was saying Blasey Blasey, but it's Christine Blasey Ford. Uh, Her testimony, I guess testimony, it was compelling. She was, I mean, you couldn't get more genuine. You couldn't get more truthful. And another thing, there's a lot of former prosecutors on this committee and they can spot they can read you on whether or not you're uh, telling the truth or not they just can and this woman that they appointed to speak on behalf of the old fart white republicans uh she <laughs> she started believing her too <laughs> what was her name mitchell who as colbert said <laughs> she was board certified woman <laughs> because the republican senators were concerned about optics optics they didn't want to have another uh, repeat of uh, Clarence Thomas, which is still fresh in a few people's memories anyway. I mean, it did come up a couple of times during the hearing. But when Mitchell started asking about Brett's calendar, why, that's when Lindsey Graham, he got all upset. Oh, oh, Lindsey, you poor, silly little child. Whatever are you going to tell Vladimir now? You're going to have to validate that $800,000 payment somehow. 
Right, Lindsay? I know it was going through his head throughout the whole hearing. To quote Paul Lind, It smells like vagina. What do you expect me to do? Come out of the closet, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. What am I supposed to do? You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? He lives on Queer Street. Lingers round on Queer Street. He has a house and garden. I would love to see what happens. Hates his toes and pets his monkey. Women's clothes make him look real funky. He has a whiz whiz and knows what to do. driving mercury you loved your saturn now come and dig uranus love that new car smell nothing smells like uranus dependability no one has ever got stuck in uranus take the plunge now be courageous bend over and ride uranus and if you like a car that holds the road you couldn't wipe out uranus if you tried uranus powerful yet great with gas Need trunk space? Rest assured you can pack anything in Uranus. And if Uranus is rear-ended, our well-lubricated joints will soften the blow. Come to our showroom and pick out Uranus. And leave that messy paperwork to us. Check out Uranus. Take the dive like Greg Luganus. Bend over and ride Uranus. From the makers of Nut and Honey comes a brand new breakfast cereal with a name that'll cause even more problems. Uh, what are you eating there, Private? Uh, nothing, homo. Why, you did Yes, new nothing, homo. It's just crunchy nuts and grade A homogenized milk. What are you eating, Lance? Nothing, homo. Lance, please, not in front of my wife. Nutritious nothing, homo. New from the makers of Fruit Loop. <laughs> Who's the first one to try one of my fudgicles? There's a big white truck on the side of the road. As he cracks a smile, he says, Truck. We do push-ups, ice pop. 
pops and a bunch pack. I'll give you the soft serve, you give me your money. So hurry up and bring your rock hunt sunny. What do you want? Wait, let me just bend over here a second. Oh, sure, we have that. Just come on around back. I'll be happy to serve you. Fudge pack on sale. No money? The Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM. Kavanaugh, goes up there. What does he do? Is he sympathetic to this woman, Dr. Ford? No. No. He de- denied, denied, denied. And all he did was scream, yell, cry, and whine. This guy was going, oh, you didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, and then he's talking about all the uh, female women attorneys that he hired, all the lawyers, uh, all of the interns uh, that he was training in his law office. But... Uh, because this isn't a trial and it's, there hasn't been an investigation yet, what uh, was going to surface if he brings that up again, if there is an investigation, is that, yeah, he hired specific-looking women, in other words, all hot, to work in his office, and they had to dress in a very provocative way. But that this, be, this not being a, uh, a criminal trial or, or an investigation, uh, that didn't come up and he wasn't questioned about that. Okay, so I guess I'm all caught up now, and uh, if you ask me, what's going to happen? I don't know. The other night I took a ride with little old Lucy Brown. We went to all the honky-tonks. We really got around. She's five foot two with eyes of blue and pretty as a queen. I didn't know her pop was a city cop, and she was just 15. Good morning, Judge. Why do you look so mean? And Mr. Judge, what can the charges be? If there's been trouble, I will plead not guilty. It must be someone else. You know it can't be me. separated just the other day last thing that she said to me was brother you will pay she said i'd pay her every week i'd better never fail i said before i send you a dime i'll die right here in jail good morning judge why do you look so mean sir and mr judge what can the charges be if there's been trouble, I will plead not guilty. It must be someone else. You know it can't be me. And so goes another Brit Summer show, uh, getting it in just under the wire here. On uh, FIANation.com, GDPR Revolution, 99.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, and of course, TheBritSummerShow.com. Remember the donate button's right there on the front page along with all of my free downloads made possible by the enormous generosity of my listeners. Thank you.
Before I go, just one more thing about this Kavanaugh uh, with the beer thing. I like beer. I like getting drunk. It's wonderful to get drunk with your friends and all this over and over again with the beer. So in, in essence, he uh, confirmed the fact that he is a dry drunk, which is how he acted, which is how he behaved. And uh, what a petulant little uh, spoiled little rich frat boy, which is what he demonstrated him to, himself to be. So I threw this together really quick. And that's the way I see the world from here, and I'll see you all next week. But I'm not signing off just yet, because first, I'll leave you with this. Did you consume alcohol during your high school years? Yes, we drank beer, my friends and I, boys and girls. Yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We drank beer. I'm going to tell you about my younger days when my health was good, but my mind was crazed by chemical interactions in my brain. Yes, I got high, you know it's true, but what I'm going to relate to you will keep you just like me from going insane. Cause you know beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. Yes, it's true. Beer is good for you. Have some beers. Yeah, keep off crack, speed, smoke, you'll just get dumber with every toke. Rocks in your head, no wonder it's called stoned. Drinking beer. Your heart beats fast, eyes red as hell, the monkey just gets bigger till your money lungs and I like you beer. For that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. You like beer, Senator? Beer is good for you. 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 Don't carnivals inside your head and turn into freak shows instead. Face every imagined horror known to you. Beautiful and exotic. All this jive I'm laying on you, I'm just trying to make a point and make it clear. No, don't get angry, don't lose hope, just because you can't use dope, you can always make a real good case of beer. Cause you know beer is good for you, beer is good for you, beer is good for you. Sometimes I have too many beers. Beer is good for you, beer is good for you, Hanging out and having some beers with friends which I gladly do, and which I fully embrace. Beer is good for you. Darker light, it's brown as honey. Where this weight and gold or money. Oh, baby, that beer is good for you. You like beer. Gives your tongue a tingle and your mind a buzz and wake up in the morning with a mouthful of fuzz. Oh, baby, that beer is good for you. And you know beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. What do you consider to be too many beers? I don't know. Beer is good for you. Not as good as sex, but it's better than jail. Hookers cost, but so does bail. Oh, baby, if beer is cheaper, too. So tell the man behind the bar, B-E-E-R. I'm telling you, beer is good for you. And you know beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. We drank beer. We like beer. I still like beer. Beer is good for you. I said that beer is. Beer is. It's good for you. It's 
have some beers. One beer, drink beer, drinks beer, drank beer, and drinking beer. 